Jesus is asked by a scribe, essentially a biblical scholar of his day, what do you think is the first, the greatest of all of the commandments? And Jesus says, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. He is the one. And love your neighbor as yourself. I don't know if you have ever caught this. I, I just caught it this week. And just reading through commentaries and praying with the scriptures. Jesus basically took the Ten Commandments and reduced them down to two. Here's how. The Jews, when they thought of Moses and the giving of the Ten Commandments, when they remembered that event on Mount Sinai, they remembered that God is the one who gave the Ten Commandments and wrote them upon stone, two stone tablets, and Moses brought them down to the people. Now, what the Jews knew is maybe what we have never learned. And that is, the first three of the, ta uh, of the commandments were on the first tablet. And they're all about how to be in a relationship with God. The final seven are on the second tablet. And they're all about how to be in relationship with one another. Now listen to what Jesus said again. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. What Jesus did was distill down the Ten Commandments into two commandments. Let's say it another way. Jesus was saying to the Jews of his day, to you and I to this day, live off both tablets, not just one. And I think he said that and did this because he's the architect of human nature. He knows what's going to fulfill us and make us happy as individuals, as families, as communities, as a world. He also knows, because he was there, he saw it, the fall of human nature. And he knows its effects. And one of the effects that endures even to this day in our world, and even in some Christians, is that we try to live off just one tablet rather than both tablets. It goes something like this, even for us as Christians. There are some who it's all about God and not so much about human beings. And there's some, it's all about human relationships and not so much about God. And we see this certainly in the world, but we also, I think, can see it even in Christians and even maybe here at St. Francis. There's some, whenever there's anything going on at the church, they're here. They're here for mass regularly. They're here for any religious service and they have an active prayer life and so on. But when a call goes out for volunteering for something, they're MIA. It's all about God, not so much about other people. And that's not just here at, at a parish, but it's out there in the world that desperately needs Christians. They're in their devotionals, but not in the world also. 
And the world has suffered because of that. There's some, though, that live off the second tablet. And I think a good example of this is many, many good parents who spend their lives pouring into their children, giving, giving, and giving, and sacrificing a great deal for their children, and rightly so, and thanks be to God. But when it's time to come to Mass, or to pray as a family, or pray the Scriptures with our children, or at home to learn the faith and live the faith together, not so much. There's too many activities going on in our lives. So I don't have time for that God stuff so much. Because we have all this other stuff to do. And to the great diminishment, not only of the individual adults, but of their married life, and the great diminishment of the children. Because if the mother and father are not living off the first tablet, God, then that love that God wants to pour inside of us will never get into them, let alone overflow into the life of our children. And not only then to their diminishment while they're growing up in the household, but for the rest of their lives. Let alone so many people who will need them to be living off both tablets in the world as they grow into adulthood. And so when asked, what is the first, what is the greatest commandment? That's what the scribe was asking for. One, out of his broken human nature, Jesus gives two. Live off both tablets. Mind, heart, soul, body, life, strength. Give to God. And, and Love your neighbor as yourself. And here's the thing. Jesus responds this way because he knows what's going to fulfill us most, what's going to enhance our lives, what's going to make our marriages strong and our children strong in the faith, our, our lives beautiful and satisfied, and what's going to meet the needs of our world from generation to generation. It's not about living off one or the other, but about both. I want to review something with us, a little something that you and I do, just kind of as an example, to show the importance of living off both tablets. It's something that we do um, here at St. Francis at the beginning of each Mass. And it's something that... Some people, they love doing, and other people, every time it's announced, they're like, oh God, here we go. At the beginning of the Mass, the lector makes some announcements, and we do some prayers, and then here she says, let's stand and greet those around us before the Mass begins. And then, second part, let's ask those around us if there's something that we can pray for, for them. Did you catch the two tablets? The first part, let's stand and greet those around us. What is that saying? It's saying that you matter. 
that the person standing around you matters to you. That the person standing around you feels as if they matter to you because you're saying hello, welcome. And a lot of times, maybe we don't know this, that person is new or that person is coming back after years of being away from the faith. And a lot of times that person may be a lifetime parishioner who's been sitting in the pews but has something going on in their life and they're really struggling with. And then there comes the second tablet. Is there something I can pray for, for you? And what you're saying to them is that God matters. You're here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here, hello. And you extend a greeting to them. And then you extend God to them. And whatever it is that they're carrying into this house of God. And you're saying to them that prayer matters and that our prayers are heard by God and are efficacious. So let's pray together. And I can't tell you how many times since we've been doing this for the last few years, I've had people come up to me after coming to St. Francis, maybe for the first time often, and also coming back after years of being away. And they said to me, in, in, in the same way, but different words, what brought me back was I came into the church, I didn't know anyone, or I felt like no one wanted me here, and somebody stood up and welcomed me. And I was carrying all this baggage and somebody asked, can I carry that with you? Can I pray for you? And they didn't know what was going on in my life, but I did and I shared it with them. And to have someone praying with me, with my struggles meant the world to me. And then they were back or they were here for the first time of many more times. Because you decided to live off both tablets. So what I thought we could do is review that. Do that again, just like we did at the beginning. But now with a renewed understanding of why we do that. It isn't just about hospitality. It's about so much more. It's about you, whoever you is, that the persons who are standing around you, you matter. And so does God. And it's this beautiful exchange between the two. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind as we practice this and renew ourselves in this for next week and the weeks that follow. When you stand, um, greet some peoples around you, right? But then pick one Maybe even before you get in this church, before you sit down, Lord, who am I supposed to pray with today? Ask the Lord. And be open to him moving you left or right or front or back. And then go to that person, especially if you see someone sitting off on their own. There may be a reason why they're sitting off on their own. And they need you. Get out of your pew and go to them. And greet them. And then... Ask them if there's something that you can pray for for them. 
And here's one. After you hear that, maybe say, let's pray right now, if you're comfortable. And then you have to ask them, it's COVID, right? Ask them if you can put a hand on their shoulder or something like that. Human touch matters. And then it's just simple. It's just thanking God for them and them being here and then repeating back what it is that they've said to you and lifting that up in a prayer to God. And then you're in this exchange. Once someone's done that for you, you do that for someone else. Maybe the person that's right there. Just do the exchange. One person prays for you and that same person, you pray for them. Right? We have to honor, again, that we're in COVID. So just be cautious about that and ask. That's all you have to do is ask. Can we draw near? Can I touch you? And if the person is, eh, not so much, or you can do it from a distance, just honor and respect that. And one last thing to keep in mind, too, is that as we're, as we're, we're praying this, too, um, we have to also be, um, be conscious of, um, uh, you know, the, the, the time. So um, I'm just going to ask our lectors to make sure that you give our parishioners not 10 seconds to do this or 30 seconds. Give them a couple minutes to do this. All right. So let's go ahead and practice it now.